Good evening. It's the next to last Friday before the Christmas weekend. And we get another shot at Big Blue. We let them get away with a tie last time. Can we get a win this time? Let's talk about that next. And you. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. December 16th. It's our pregame live stream. We're doing it on a Friday tonight. Had some Christmas obligations last night with the kids, Christmas concerts. It's your boy Steve. That was Phil on the intro. Our boy Dev could not make it this evening. So, Dev, we hope you're doing well. We'll catch you on the flip side. But take that pep- Pepto Bismol, buddy. Yeah. Episode 171 for us. We're calling this One Mogin. This is Giants versus Commanders 2.0. 2.0. We're coming off a tie. Two weeks ago, I kind of feel like it's not the same Giants team we saw two weeks ago, especially after that shellacking that they took from the Cowboys. It was so bad in the D.C. area that they turned the game off and turned it to the Seattle game. That's how bad it was. But I mean... Who wants to watch them anyway? But um, I said this after the tie. We took New York's best shot in that game. And we didn't counter with our best shot. And it was a tie. To kind of tell you where I'm, where I'm going, where my mind is right now on this coming game. But we'll talk about that as it goes on. Yeah. Straight up, straight up, straight up. Let's say good evening to everyone in the chat here tonight. Already got some people going on. Terrence couldn't make it. Said Green and Brothers won't be on tonight. I'll catch a show afterwards. Watching Christmas movies with the family. Have a great show. Go birds. <laughs> because I like y'all. Hail. All right. We, we're going to convert you slowly, Terrence. Hail. We talked about Christmas movies last time. During, so it was a bye week last week. And then we proceeded to talk about a little bit of football. And then we did our top five Christmas songs and then we did a little bit on movies during the barbershop so go back check those episodes out two episodes back on the youtube channel we got our boy yam in japan checking in all the way around the world yam we appreciate you james jones on facebook says okay boys let's beat them giants let's do it ronnie white from facebook what's up bro thanks for watching let's beat these giants andrew hopper from facebook beat down this time let's go antonio brown the good antonio brown httr that's right the one not pulling his the junk out on camera tweaking in the end zone yam says also get your butts over to over here to hit that youtube like and subscribe button and i'll post the com- i'll post the youtube in the chat for those on facebook if you guys just jump over to youtube hit that like and subscribe button. we would greatly greatly appreciate that all love all love tia holloway from facebook from columbia south carolina yes can we get that win and everyone else in the chat let us know where you're hailing from uh, I'm, I'm here i'm currently here in silver spring phil tell them where you're at i am deep in the shenandoah valley of virginia down south 
down south. Ain't that down south. I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm in the country, but I'm not, not like not the super country. south. Not the super south. <laughs> Matt Coe, Facebook's a huge game. We got this. Hashtag take command. That's right. So we're going to talk a little bit about the upcoming game. You know, we kind of already pre- pre- previewed the Giants before, uh, but we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some injuries. So we're, we're, we are a little bit on the mend here. Um, we have um, St. Juice coming back for us. And then there's the Chase Young talk. We're hearing all kinds of information about Chase Young, his preparedness, his readiness. There's some videos about him dancing, got some pep in his step. Uh, I hope we see Chase Young. You know, I, I think it's the consensus, especially between Phil and I, what, 10 to 15 plays, Phil? That's what we're looking at. I'm, I'm thinking, you know, ease him in. If he feels good, just keep upping the snap count. 10 to 15 should be the minimum. But – that, that he at least tries, but you know, you get him eight snaps or so in the first half, and he's like, Coach, I can go. Let him rip. Let it rip. Tater chip. Giants That's aren't right. gonna be prepared for that. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. 10 to 15 snaps is all I care about. I just want to see him get in, knock the dust off, you know, ease into it. Ease into it. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, that would be the practical belief. And I'm usually a practical guy, but at the same time, I'd love for him to get out there and get like two, three sacks. And all these people who are using that word, he's a bust. Just shut them up. I hate using that term. He's a bust. That's implying that he's like out here putting out like Albert Hainsworth level of, of, of effort. You know, the dude didn't just tear his ACL, which is a, bad enough injury as it is and he also damaged the patella all right so i'll tell you what for everybody that says that he sucks and he's a bust i got a baseball bat let me take it to your knee and then i'm going to stand over you for the next year as you recover and tell you how much you suck and we'll see how fair an assessment that is I've never had uh, ACL, MCL. I've had a sprained MCL, and that was bad enough for me. And that was just a sprain. Required nothing but some rest, some ice, a little bit of physical therapy. And I was I was good as new about two and a half months later. Uh, anyone in the chat, you guys ever tore your ACL or MCL or meniscus or a combination lack thereof? Sprain? I had, I had you know, a. Talk, I tell was, us about it. I once had a torn meniscus and a sprained LCL. And the LCL hurt. The meniscus didn't hurt, but there was no stability. Like I'd put, I'd put weight on that knee and it could go in any direction. And I had no control over that. Um, I, and I, and, and, and that took about two months. This, the tear in the meniscus was just short of needing surgery, but just good enough that they're like, no, take the weight off of it. So I went around with a cane and a knee brace and, and because I hate crutches um, and did that for two months. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I had a townhouse. So I'd go up and down those steps, leaning hard on that rail, sometimes just climbing on all fours. Telling you, this is, uh, this is, this it's knees are nothing to mess with, man. But at, and and like I said, if Chase had just had a simple ACL, he'd be back by now. 
that when you mess up the patella, when you damage the patella, that's the kneecap. All right. That's a tricky one to fix. Right. So I've been given a little more leeway. I would like to have seen him before now, but you know what? You got an extra two weeks. Elevate him. Yeah. Let well, him see what he can do. If he's out there dancing around, all the vibe says that he should be back this week. Right. So here's a quick couple quick videos of Chase doing doing Chase things. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not going to bore you with, with the music, but it's just the team working out. This is John Kime's Twitter feed. Shout out to John Kime. Uh, <laughs> see him dancing to Michael Jackson, do, doing the moves. He, he looks good. That's the thing. And so there, there's talk that he is just – it could be a mental thing. So I get it. The, I had full shoulder AC joint reconstruction, and it took me over a year to get back to normal. And, I, and you know – I never passed 135 on the bench just trying to get back to normal. And eventually I was like, all right, there's a point where you just have to do it. And it scared the Jesus out of me. And I eventually did it. But he looks he looks pretty good, you know, like he he's got a pep in his step. So that first step is looking is looking good. Um no hesitation on it. Yeah. That first step, and that's the big one. The first step is the one you kind of watch in something like that. Because it's obviously you only get about two steps to watch before you're done. That's right. But he's looking like he's coming out of it just fine. So, you know, let, let's let's hope this is a good sign. That's right. A couple of people commented in the chat. Andrew Hopper says he's from Charlotte, North Carolina. Tia Holloway, I was stationed in Virginia. Very cool. I was stationed. I'm from Little Virginia. I was stationed in Maryland and Texas, Arizona, New York, everywhere. Tony said, let's get that W this time. What's up, Tony? Checking in from Facebook. Tia says, Chase looks good to me. Just needs to get out there. That, that could be it. He's just, you know, needs to get out of his own his own way. Andrew Hopper chases a beast. Yeah, we've seen him before. We we talked about the numbers, and you know, last year people complained about he didn't have sacks. Well, there were so many advanced metrics about Chase Young that aren't sacks. I'm talking about pressure gained on top of double team rates. I want to say he had one of the highest double team rates in the league. And there's another stat you always the highest about. double and the highest triple team rates. Yeah. There you go. Yam says his rookie year alone proved he wasn't bust. Defensive rookie of the year. That's right. We don't know if he can perform like that every season because, well, we just don't know. Not enough sample size in a very young career. Yeah, well said, Yam. That's that's the truth. That's the that's that is the truth. Um Buddy Rogers from Facebook. Thank you for tuning in. Said it's going to be a Manders win 20 to 17. Taylor throws for one touchdown, runs the other one in. Scary Terry. Catch. Touchdown, extra point missed. Oh, so you're, no, you're already no, calling out Joey have, Sly. Don't, 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 don't put that on Sly. 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 When was the last time we had kicker as special teams player of the month? Come on now. I know. Put some respect on Sly's biceps. But I am, I am already logging your prediction, Buddy Roger, because we that's what we do on command is we log predictions. Is that is that the Nature Boy, Buddy Rogers? I don't know. Ah, uh, see, see, those of you who are old, old school wrestling fans know who I'm talking about. Before Ric Flair, the nature boy oh. was Buddy Rogers. See, then I have no idea who that is. This that's we're going back to the 60s. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus, Marcus Edlin, thank you for joining us, bro. Says, What's up, family? Go check out Mar- Marcus's uh Facebook group called Sports View too. Marcus is always out sharing the love, always in in, in the uh and he is Christmas, constantly right? churning out news reports and content from like all over the sports spectrum. Yeah, for sure. All, all things, all things, good things, good things. Yam says, same Phil. I was, I will use a cane all day. Cane over crutches. Matt Carey says it's FedEx. I would be worried about putting, putting him out. Well, 
Not this year. Yeah, they have completely, completely redone the surface. Previous years, I would agree with you. I think there's statistics that show. Yeah, is it the 15 but... yard line on? If it's the if it's the entrance with the, the locker room in or the other one, but that's took took a bunch of ACLs. <laughs> RG three Alex but, Smith. Yeah, but it did not. I'm telling you, that turf, you see it. When we went, Steve and I have been to FedEx three times this year. That turf looks different, and you yeah. they, you can tell they restarted that field because it looks. The old field did it looked they do they would do their best, but about by the first quarter it looked like a sandlot. It doesn't look like that anymore. Yeah, so. it looks it looks good, and then there also there hasn't been the concerts on the bye week. There was nothing on the bye week that I'm tracking. Usually they put on a concert in previous years. And so it always messes up the grass somehow. And they didn't do that this year, which is, you know, appreciate. <laughs> we all appreciate it. Thank you. Yim says John Kime and his shows have become some of my favorites. Dude takes notes on everything. Sure does. Definitely better than Sheehan. But I, I like listening ah! to Sheehan live. I like listening to Sheehan live on the road. It's he, he has some good, some good. Sheehan's good. I, I like Sheehan a lot. Actually, yeah. he's one, his is one of the podcasts I listen to. The only time I don't listen to Sheehan is if I know that he's got Tom Lavero on or if he's got Jay Gruden on. All right. Uh, you see, I like I like the Jay Gruden interview. Uh, Jay Gruden, like, Jay Gruden can eat the peanuts out of my tongue. I, like, I really I like don't the Jay like Gruden Jay Gruden. I, and I don't know why. I mean, I, I don't like him as coach. He's, no, because here's the thing. This is the one thing I don't like about Sheehan. Sheehan. Before the season started, now see now they talk about how I didn't like the Wentz trade, blah 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 blah. But before the season, I remember specifically talking about, oh, we have a chance to have a really dynamic offense with Carson Wentz throwing the ball and Jahan Dotson, Terry McLaurin, and Curtis Samuel, uh, Yami Brown. We have a chance to have a real dynamic passing game and maybe one of the better ones in the NFC. Like he was talking about that. The minute he started having Jay Gruden on as an, as, as as a uh, as a guest, suddenly everything sucks. <laughs> Completely opposite. Eh, catering to his crowd, I guess. Um, I'm sorry, Matt Coe says biggest game of the decade for us. Well, if you say decade, I would say no because. So I went to every game in 2012. That was the RG3 season. Different the, decade. The, the, diff, diff, I'm sorry. Well. It was a decade yes, ago. Decade ago. Decade, I was just the saying 20s, the 10 years. 20s. Okay. I was going back a decade. You're saying the 20. Yes, absolutely. Well, I mean, what other game you could maybe could argue the Tampa game in the playoffs where, you know, Taylor dove, but the this Pittsburgh, one, the Pittsburgh game where they were like 12 and one or something. Or yeah, they were 11 and 0 and then they faced yeah. us. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, I mean, this is up this, there. This, this, this is probably it. This is probably going to be the biggest test to see if winning and it truly will bring fans back. Yeah, I agree. And it's going to be about 35 to 38 degrees in clear. Uh, field, clear, sunny skies. We're also talking about having a white Christmas this year too. So look out, listen, look out for that. Listen, suburbanites of the DMV. I know that anything that causes mild discomfort pushes you back into your homes real quick. Do not let it happen for this game. Show up, <laughs> show out, support the team. Show your this ass. is this is when this is when you can prove that you can be a good fan base. Yeah. All right. 
Everybody says, I don't want to go support them because they suck. I don't want to support them because of Dan Snyder. Well, guess what? We got news this week. They are moving forward with putting out the appraisal and everything else. The to prospectus. The prospectus. To, yeah, the prospectus to the prospective buyers. Right? So we know there are prospective buyers. All right? So be happy about that. Don't do the whole sell a team chance at the game. It's not about Dan Snyder. It is about the Washington Commanders. It is about the team that you're rooting for, trying to get into the playoffs, and this is the biggest game this season. Time, time, 8-20 Sunday night. Let's go. We're the last. I mean, come on. This team's about to have, have a chance to have its yeah. best record since when was the last time we were 8-5? and five? got me i mean we, we were six and three before alex went down the first time that 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 year but six and three right i think we were six and three well we were going to lose that game so let's yeah. say six and four six and four so matt carrie said worried about the chemistry would rather see him worked in gradually i think he will be working gradually if, if he gets his 10 to 15 snaps i think that's as gradual as you can get it but don't don't put him in coverage jack just don't do it Yem says, also born and raised in the Fredericksburg region, but I've lived all over Virginia and all over the world. Yam's already pushing out 2017. I'm assuming Washington Yam. I don't have to I don't have to confirm that. Matt also says, don't say that about Joey Bulky Sly. I love Joey Sly. Love him. Then we got Marcus jumping up. All right. Hold your predictions to the end because we are we are going to revisit those. But I got Marcus at 24-17. After all 24-17, good guys. Aunt D from YouTube, evening gents. What's up, brother? Thank you for tuning in from the YouTube. Please hit that like and subscribe button. Also, we are available on anywhere your audio podcast platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Odyssey, anywhere you can find your Apple, excuse me, your audio podcast, you can find this podcast that we're doing live right now. So please hit it on the audio tip if you like to listen to those sort of things. Tia says, I have a question. What is Ryan Kerrigan's coaching position? Uh, I posted a Twitter poll the other day uh, from the command this uh, handle, and I asked that question: what What is Ryan Kerrigan's impact on the defensive line this year? So, Tia, just to be interested, he is the assistant defensive line coach behind Mister Incredible Jeff Zagania, <laughs> Zaganina, Zaganina. I don't know how to say it, but I I don't know. What do you do? You guys think he has an impact? He's he's made an impact. I think so. These oh. most of these guys on this defensive line know him. They played with yeah. him in 2020. And John Allen has already said once it he might not have he's not may not be getting like technique from Ryan, but he's getting how to be a professional, how to prepare for games, how to take care of your body, how to do the proper nutrition. And that's huge. Like that's that's a veteran move right there. And hey, that's awesome. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Because John John Allen's just talented as it comes, but uh, Ryan wasn't the most finesseful edge rusher, <laughs> yeah. as we all know. But the dude was a prof- he was a consummate professional in all aspects. And John Allen said that's what he's and he's a guy who never missed games until his it, until his next to last season. Yeah, you know Ryan Kerrigan has always been someone who was well prepared, sturdy, took care of his body, took care of his mind. He you, you he was never out of, mentally out of the game, and I think that. that there's something to that, to teaching a, a young team, a young line, how to do this. Yeah. Yam said, grass, dirt's different than turf. Going back to the turf question, Matt Carey said, teams are moving away from synthetic turf. Yeah, we have the we have Bermuda grass. Uh, Bermuda grass doesn't do well. I want to say sub-freezing sub temps, but 
we'll see. It, it, we haven't really had that many sub freezing temps till till just recently, so the grass is probably still in pretty good condition. Monty, our boy Monty, checking in. We gonna win. What's up, fellas? Thanks for tuning in, Monty. Always a pleasure when you jump on and and, and talk with us. Yam says she has promised he's so opinionated and just wants people to agree and poo-poo on players. Personal. He doesn't like you. You can't tell him different. There's always a he can be good, but you know, I, I kind of felt that way. Nah, no, I'm not gonna read that. We'll say that for another conversation. Uh, <laughs> Carrie says Jay Gruden's a good coach. His defensive corners, well, not so much. She and Ada at 106 ain't a 106.7 host. I don't know. I think Jay Gruden should have just stayed an offensive coordinator. He was good at it. Head coach, leader of men. I, not not so He's much. not a leader of men. Not Club a leader. We all heard about Club J from DJ Swearinger. Yes. DJ broke the real truth. And when he got called out, they see you. See you. Uh, Monty says, when you will bring fans back. Yeah, absolutely. I think we're going to show out this weekend. I think a couple guys were looking at the. The, the ticket sales already and even on the giant side surprisingly it's not all sold out and usually the giants travel pretty well to fedex field so with that being said if you can make it tickets are still out there reasonably priced the metro is opening an extra hour which you know and me, the team is paying for it which is how it always should be it should never be a question don't tell me this question. front office has, hasn't been changed under Jason it's Wright. Beautiful. That's a Jason Wright call. All right. They are paying. Bruce would never. Bruce, Bruce would, never. would never. Jason Dan Wright would never. Like, nah, we're keeping this. Uh, we're keeping that Metro open an extra hour. We will pay for it. Matt says biggest FedEx game either since the Seattle playoff game or the Green Bay playoff game. Yeah, these 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 are huge games. I mean, this game coming up will because right now we're still in the 60, but this game will project us forward for the rest of the year i think we we can all agree with that this is yeah i mean those were bigger games because they're playoff games the most hype we've seen a crowd probably either the 05 or 07 games against dallas because both of those meant a lot towards us well one was for us to get into playoffs in 07 the one in 2005 was what catapulted us from hey we're back in the playoff hunt to Oh crap! We could make the playoffs. Um, I remember that was in that one in 05 is the famous uh, Chris Cooley three touchdown game. That was one where he really just made you. He made it known that hey, Cooley's going to be great when he caught three touchdowns in the first half against Dallas. Nice. Uh, Matt Carey said, Dan Snyder selling is why I showed up to the Atlanta game in the rain. I think a lot of people did. We took it to him, though. You know what? You guys heard that Desmond Ritter has been declared a starter. Marcus Mariota has left the team until he just left the team. I think he's salty about getting losing his starting position. But, hey, no worries. No worries. Monty didn't know Ryan was a coach until last week. Well, Monty, I'm glad you know now. He's he, I'm glad that he's part of the team and they're keeping that that culture, that connection to history with him. So we got Robert Tate with a 30 to 14 prediction. I'm logging that rod. You Robert, you said 13, 30 to 14 Washington. That's a big score. That's a 40, 44 points. I can dig it. We still haven't got predictions officially. Matt said, will we be going max protect on Sunday night on offense? Thibodeau kicked our ass. I think we will see a lot more. About oh, two tight end I don't, sets. Here's the thing. We went max protect a lot in the first game. 
that's the thing people don't realize. We were bank basically banking on three receivers beating their defense yeah. on all plays. We went max protect a lot. Go back and watch. There's a lot of just two and three man routes, mm-hmm. right? And they were still getting through. Now, granted, our line was kind of Swiss cheese due to injury. So, and 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 Logan Thomas had a really bad bad game. Yes, blocked it on the edge. And then when 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 Tyler Larson went out, suddenly now you have an issue with Nick Martin's not calling the right protections at the line. It's either Nick Martin or, or Heineke. So whoever's in charge of making those protection calls um, did not do the right job, and that's how you Heineke better. got hit on the one yard line in overtime and nearly cost or nearly lost the game. I hope Weston's um, better. I don't know. I don't know if that was Heineke's call or if it's Nick Martin's call in that regard because I don't know who's making those calls on offense uh, on 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 outside protection. All right, because again. When it's Larson there, I know it's Larson. I don't know if Nick Martin's given that kind of responsibility because he doesn't know the offense as well, doesn't know the protections as well. He was brought in, you know, week four, week five. So I don't right. know whose call that is. Um, whoever's call it was, they did not tell Charles Leno block outside. Yeah, straight up. Real quick, uh, Matt Carey says Dallas 2012 was pretty hype. I was there, bro. My wife and I, that was for the division. We finished 10 and six after that. Not so good start, and Romo threw that interception at the uh, the last drive, and everything was. We were looking great. That was a great, great game. The funnest game I ever went to. We were screaming RG 3s name from the rafters. The bam after the after the game was playing Go Go and the rafters. Then that kind of goes to Yam's comment. I really hope there's a parade with Go Go music and everything when the sale goes through. And then he goes, "When do we ever score thirty points?" That's a good point. The Philly game, thirty-two points, was kind of a fluke. <laughs> With the last second, two hill falls into the end zone. <laughs> uh, so, for the audio crowd catching this on the replay, let's go over the injury report real quick. So, Sadiq Charles um, did not practice with the concussion. Gibson, Norwell, Robinson, Cam, excuse me, St. Juice, Chase Young were all limited on Thursday. I haven't seen Friday's report yet. Uh, full practice: Sam Cosme, Dax Milne, Jamin Davis, James Smith Williams, Montez Sweat. And Trey Turner were all full practice. So we got some good news so far. This is this is a good lineup. Now let's look at the Giants, and then we'll go to some even better news. So they had a bunch of did-not practices. I'll read those now. Josh Azudu, offensive line. Adoree Jackson, cornerback. Shane Lemieux did not practice. Nick McLeod, DB. And Ellerson Smith, linebacker, did not practice. So Adoree Jackson is out. Again. Sunday. He is out. That's official. That's according to Adam Schefter. He is out for the game. That's a huge, huge loss for the Giants and that, and that, uh, you know, trying to cover our wide receivers. I just hope we can take advantage of it. Limited in practice, we had Daniel Bellinger, their tight end. He took a big hit against that Dallas game. Uh, Richie James, wide receiver, Jihad Ward, linebacker, concussion, limited. Leonard Williams, limited as well. Hopefully he doesn't play, but he probably will. Uh, I'm hearing Williams will play. Okay, that's a tough one. He's a, he's a very good defensive lineman. Dexter Lawrence on the D-line was resting. Julian Love, DB resting. And Micah McFadden, linebacker, neck and ankle, was also resting. So that's the injury report as of Thursday. Um, pay attention. Go check it out Friday. See if anything else comes up. Uh, Matt Carey says, what do you think about Schweitzer coming to be center? I love Wes Schweitzer. I really do. Y'all know I'm a huge West Schweitzer fan. Not so much as at center. I like him more at guard, 
but I like him because he plays mean. Yeah. He plays mean. He plays. I mean, I've seen that guy just, uh, he practices hard. I like guys like that, especially on the line. Like, you know, I I get it when skill position players kind of, kind of, you know, do the superstar thing and they're all kind of loose and slouchy and cool. When your offensive linemen come up and they're just like, they're ready to rip heads off, you know, even if they're ripping heads off of blocking dummies. Um, I love that. And Wes Schweitzer's that guy. Like, he will, he would eat, he would, George the Animal Steel, eat blocking dummies if you let him. I love that. So, yeah. all about, all about anybody who's got that kind of mindset and attitude. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Matt says Leonard Williams and Jackson out will be huge if Leonard Williams is out, but we, we just don't know for it, sure. It's looking like he's going to play, so that, that's going to be a plus for the Giants. But Dory Jackson out. They're still going to be running practice squad guys at corner. Yeah. Another funny thing. So the team's doing well as we start as we as we move into a playoff type atmosphere in the DC area. You're starting to see, at least in this area, I'm where I wear my gear every day in some way, shape or form. People are coming up. Hey, we're going to win the day. You know, I was at, at the store today, grocery store. Hey, we're going to win the day. This, this uh, lady came up to me. It's I haven't seen that in a long time. It just feels a little bit different and it feels good. And the team, social media, you know, they came out with the, with the cool little thing on Twitter. If you can get your hands on, it. I'm going to share it right here for the video, for the, the visual crowd. It says, we want to respectfully ask your permission. This is to your boss, and if you can give it to them, for filling the names. Late arrival on Monday, we're hosting a huge divisional game against the Giants on Sunday that will bring a lot of adrenaline and attention to the DMV. Anticipation has been building for two weeks. Playoff stakes are high, and it will take place on the primetime stage. We'll kick off at 8.20 p.m., all that said, we're thinking it could be a long night. Lots of fans go to the stadium listening on Big 100 and watching on TV. Might have a hard time getting to sleep. Some wiggle room to start the work week would be much appreciated, and any slack will surely be picked up right after all of our heart rates normalize on Monday around lunchtime. Thank you in advance. Hail to the commanders. I think that's pretty cool. Signed by Ron Rivera and Jason Wright. Yeah, Jason Wright and Ron Rivera. That's that's what's up. That's a that's a pretty pretty cool gesture. I like that. Um, I already sent that to my boss earlier. Good stuff. Matt says, I always wear my gear all day, every day. That's right. You got it represented. Tia says, St. Juice is back. Please forgive me if I misspelled his, if I spelled his name wrong. Yep. He's back. He's practicing. So, I mean, we don't have the official game status clearly for Sunday, but all signs are pointing to, yes, he's been limited. That ankle seems like it's doing better. We thought we were going to see him last week too, if I'm not mistaken. No, last game he was out. Uh, we knew that, but St. Juice, it was like maybe, but probably not. He's had two weeks to heal up. St. Juice will be back, though. Yeah, St. Juice will be back. Okay, let's talk a little bit. Um, commanders win if, you know, put it in the chat. What the commanders win if what? So, Phil, commanders win if 80 plays, 80 plays. That's the goal you want. 80 plays. If you run 80 plays on offense, you will win the game. We ran 80 plays through overtime last time, but you want to dominate the clock so much, you get 80 plays. So that's that's kind of my 
my my go to for this week. Eighty plays. If you can okay. get eighty plays off on offense, you're winning this game. And even even last time, you know, we had forty one minutes eleven seconds time of possession to their twenty eight minutes and forty nine seconds. In theory, you think that would be lopsided. But it wasn't. We left so many points on the board last game. Exactly. That's why I said that we didn't play our best game. They did. And it was a tie. Yeah. Very, very frustrating. Very frustrating. So Commanders win if to me. Very similar. It's not rocket science, my answer. It's going to be the big no duds. But just continue to run the ball. Run the ball. But more importantly, make Daniel Jones one-dimensional. Okay? Make him one-dimensional. I would say... Make him beat you with his arm. We already know the dude can run. He gets 70 plus yards every time. I think average is 77. I, I threw that number up. He beat us up last time. He, he gashed us up pretty good. A couple long runs. That's just what he does. So make him one dimensional. Make him beat you with his arm. They don't have good receivers. You know, Slayton's okay. Their tight end is banged up. He, he's, he's hurting. So there's no reason that, you know, Watch, watch Barkley, watch Slayton. You don't have to worry about too much. I mean, we had a couple gimmies in the, you know, for that was name Isaiah Hodgins touchdown in the corner. That was just bad coverage, but make Daniel Jones beat you with his arm. He threw for 200 yards last time. Stick to that. You know, Saquon Barkley didn't do much. He had 63 yards, you know, nothing. We kept him in check. So, all right, let's see what some of you guys say. Cover Darius Slayton. That's the other one. Cover Darius Slate. Matt but with think juice back, that does make it a lot easier. Yeah. Matt says run for 180 yards and 230 yards passing. I love it. 410 yards of offense. Love it. That'll win games. Love it. You know, during the last game, uh, that was very similar. We had 411 total yards, 246 passing yards, and then we also had – I can't do my math. 100, 165 rushing yards. So that's very close. The formula is there. Uh, and that equaled 41 minutes of time of possession. So, Matt, eye to eye, I think I think we we feel you. Monty says, run the ball down their throat. Use split backs with option to throw to either of them, or hand the ball off to either. Yeah, I love the fact that the split back offense is starting to slowly find a way into the modern game, especially when we have ton- we we can rotate four different backs in there. Yeah, even split back with any combination, and it's a threat. Yep. Uh, Tony says, at my daughter's school and activities, I see more kids rock commander's gear than usual. I send my kids around in commander's gear. <laughs> when they have dress down day at school, those, my four, six, and eight year old, they're all wearing commander's gear. I love hearing that. Doing love it. it. Yeah, it's 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 nice. and Because now you're starting to see it available at Target, Kohl's, Marshall's, all the places you could always find Redskins gear at, you're starting to see commander's gear at those places now so it's it's kind of cool kind of cool matt says jones has some good passing yards he had some pretty decent plays but like i said i would still say make him be, make him beat you with his arm that's his that's his weakness uh monty also says a lot of screens and play action to wide receivers and tight ends in the middle yep co from from youtube thanks for tuning in commanders win with the same time of possession from last game but capitalize on long drive no empty possessions that is correct. And just for the for the repeat, 41 minutes, 11 seconds, we had the ball. 28 minutes, 49 seconds, last game for the Giants. That should have been a W for, the, for, for Washington. The Giants will self-destruct if we show them the way. 
Let's show them the way on Sunday show night. Show them the way. Show them the way. Tia says we will win if we clean up our plays more. Yeah. There's some, there's some, there's some, yeah. More time of possession. I don't know how much more time of possession we can get. I mean, the Philly game, I'd have to go back and look at the Philly game. I don't remember that one, but that one was pretty lopsided too. The time of possession. 41 minutes in regulation that game. Yeah. Matt says, I hope Robinson and Gibson are going to be healthy enough to go. Both are dealing with injuries, but what's nice is that because we have so much depth, you don't have to lean on just one. You can right. you can take the load off of one or the other. I mean, instead of going twenty some carries, and, and you know you can go fifteen to Robinson, yeah. ten to, to Gibson, you know seven or eight to Jonathan Williams. He'll get McKissick in there and get five or six to him. You know you can spread it around easily. Yep. Corey Lott, what's up, brother? Thank you for tuning in, man. Always good to see you. Always good to see you. I hope you and your family are doing well. Yam says, no more 15-foot high passes. Let your <laughs> wide receivers compete for the ball. Yes. yes. Don't sail. Sail away. Sail! <laughs> sail away. And Dev, Dev and I will say it. And yes, you say your sail. We say our sail. Matt Carey says, two turnovers also. Yeah, that's true. Very true. Marcus also said, I hope Washington uses the 49ers game plan to run the ball and defense. It's you can't go wrong with it. Run 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 defense. The 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 Philadelphia game plan can work against this team. Just can't you just got to we just got to convert better. We converted so much better in the Philadelphia game. 3 of 14 on well, you got here's the thing. You got to stay out of third and long. We were we averaged like third we averaged like 2 yards to go on third down yeah, against Philly. Easy to convert. We averaged 9 yeah, yards to go on third down against the Giants. That's your problem. Yep. All right, let's move into some uh, predictions. Tony says, what better stage for Chase to come back than in this game and in prime time? Amen. You said it, bro. Uh, so what I'm going to do right now, we, we talked about this uh, before we do the predictions. I do want to s- at least display what the actual uh, odds are before we before we go into predictions but we do have a couple of predictions already from you guys um, i'll go ahead and read what i have i have buddy rogers uh from facebook he's given 2017 to washington yam in japan 2017 washington also then we got marcus Elin give us 24 17 washington Robert Tate, 30 to 14, Washington. That's a big, big score. So officially, they're saying right now the spread is Washington favored by minus four and a half. So you get the three points at home, it's minus one and a half. So we're, I thought we'd be a little more favored than that, but that's where it stands. And then the over under right now, 40 and a half. So 40 and a half. So they're not, that's not a very <laughs> high score. Same game. as last game. Same as last game. It was, what, what was the final score? 28, 28, 20, 2020. I'm sorry, 2020. So 40 right on the dot. So yeah. And then last, and then last game, the over under was 40 and a half. Yeah. Matt Carey, you're giving us 24, 20. All right. I'm logging all these predictions, ladies and gentlemen. 24, 20. You're hitting with the over, which is cool. So, so far, we have no one predicting. G-Man walking away with victory. Matt Carey, sale passes are a result of poor footwork, but probably bad pass pro. Both? It's the footwork, especially because Taylor loves that back foot throw, and that's what causes that a lot. He does not step up. When he steps up and drives the ball, like he can throw a a good intermediate throw. Um, But he loves the back foot. I don't know why. 
Maybe it has something to do with the sidearm motion. I don't know because I don't throw sidearm. Um, but I mean, yeah, his, but that's always been a complaint with Taylor has been his footwork and his, uh, his throwing motion are just shit. Uh, but when you've been doing it for so long, I mean, you're not going to drastically change it now, but he's just got to stop the back foot stuff. I mean, happy feet. If he's got the ability, if he's got room to step up and put some drive in the ball, he can keep that ball low put a little more power behind it, which he needs. And he can make some of those passes. And, but it's the back foot throws and that cause those sales, cause those balls to bloop. Stop slapping. Stop slapping. He loves to slap the ball. That's okay. Matt Carey but has, look, 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 I mean, it's not like Al Pacino and, and given Sunday didn't tell Willie Beeman, stop patting the ball before yeah, you throw. Not patting the ball. It's, it's a dead giveaway. Matt Carey has 24 to 20 Washington. That is a popular pick tonight. We're going to recap this in a second. Monty has us at 24 to 14. 28 to 14. Going with the over. Okay, I see you. With the, with the old 42. Co 28-20 commanders. Another over at 48. Scary Terry has a big night. Tony Shivers has that has us at 23. 13. That's a, that's a fair fair score. 23 to 13 Washington. So, so far, no one has picked the Giants to win, and that's okay. But we do have um, everyone's pretty close. We have two 20 to 17s. 24 seems to be. So, Phil, what's your what's your pick? Well, um, I've been bouncing around this one for the last couple hours in my head, actually. Uh, I'm going to say 26 to 17 good guys. Ooh, okay. 26 to 17 Washington. I I want us to win by two scores. That's the closest to two. you can get to a one score game and make it a two score. And I just feel like that this is going to be the game. We're not going to blow anybody out. There's going right. to be there's, there's no 40 to 14 wins in our future. But we're not built that way. 26 to 17 that's fair. 17. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. I'm going 23 17. I think we hit the under, and I think the Giants cover that four and a half points. But we walk away with the double. That's not covering. No, no. I'm sorry. The Well, no. I'm sorry. We will not Washington cover. Washington covers. Washington does not cover. They don't cover the four and a half points. Uh, if you have them winning by six. I do. Oh, man. What am I doing? My math is totally wrong. Yes. We're good. We cover. I couldn't even read my own my own typing. I have twenty three to seventeen. For some reason, I was looking at my head. I was like twenty three nineteen. No, twenty three to seventeen. Yes, yes, we we cover. We're good. But I still think it's it's the under of uh forty, not hitting forty and a half. So, Matt says, who is the MVP of the team this year? Offense and defense. Good question. Offense, I'll say, ter- has to be Terry McLaurin. Right now, it's Terry. At by the end of the season, if we keep going the way we're going, you might have to give it to uh, Rob Brian Robinson. Yeah, agree. Um, if, if, Defense, if, the season, if the season ends now, I'm edging Terry. It to Terry. Yeah. Defense, um, we can probably. Uh, this could be. This I think we're probably both torn between two people. Yep, and they we probably stand about six inches six inches from each other on the yes. line. <laughs> I don't think you can go wrong with either one of them. It's your John Allen or Deron Payne. It's a pick them. That's right. Co MVPs. So, yep. There we go. We're Co-MVPs. all we're picking the same boat. So Terry, right now, B Rob. Maybe by the end of the season, 
Terry and Allen, excuse me, Deron and John on defense. I don't think you could argue with it with everyone with anyone. The else. Alabama wall for decent the defense. Alabama defense. slammers. Alabama slammers. Corey says, I think we get the over. So Corey thinks we're going to break the over at 40 and a half. Well, a few of you with your predictions. Um, Yam, Buddy's under, Yam's under, Marcus is over, Robert Tate's over, Matt's over, Monty's over, Co is over, Tony is under with me, Phil's over, and I'm right under the 40 and a half. So we're about evenly split for the 40 and a half points. Our boy Deuce in the house. Where's Dev? What's up, Deuce? Dev's, Dev's family's under the weather, so they're just working through some things. Hopefully everything's Dev's fine. Dev's taking care of everybody. He is being a does. good father to his good father good boyfriend boyfriend yeah that's right yeah he's taking care of family taking care of the family that's right so deuce put your score prediction in the chat while you're down there brother thank you for tuning in and go follow deuce's channel on youtube red zone in the lab follow on twitter join join all of his spaces yeah you guys want to you guys enjoy talking to us and we appreciate it jump in some of those spaces on twitter and you can interact and talk some smack to some giants fans let me tell you i don't get to talk a lot and they say some wild (laughs) i don't get to talk but i do get to listen from time to time i can't really have uh, my phone at work not a lot of internet so but it's fun it's fun to kick it in there co says i think we'll get the over as well haven't been this rested healthy since week one it's a good time for a bye week at first when i saw at the, at the beginning of the season, I was like, "Man, the last bye week of the season." But no, it's- I was happy because I was like, "This," because I, I kind of saw it playing out like this. Like, it's gonna be right before the playoff push. I pinned, I had penciled this in to be pushing for the wild card at ten wins, uh, maybe pushing for a division because I didn't see Philly doing this, and uh, I thought, okay, perfect time because you get healthy right before that final stretch run. And uh, so I was excited for it just because of the fact that I felt that if there's ever a time you want to have that extra week of rest, it's right before you make that, that you before you turn the season from a marathon to a sprint. Yep. All right. It's almost like you get to run this marathon and the last two miles you get to stop and take a break and then you right. get sprint. So that's right. That's yeah. Uh, Corey says offensive MVPs. Scary Terry and B Rob, just same thing as we said. Also says defensive MVPs, Deron and John. That's right. You can't go wrong with either one of them. Nope. Matt asks a question Will we be able to hold Barkley to under 100 yards? Yes. We did it last game up in the Meadowlands. He ran for 60. We are built to stop a Saquon Barkley. Yards. What did he run for? Saquon Barkley last game ran for 18 rushes, 63 yards, and a touchdown. And one of those was off a 21 yard run. And he had five receptions for 18 yards. So for all intents and purposes, we kept that dude in check, which was we kept him under 100 yards combined. We did, we did, and that's huge because he was he's been tearing it up this year. He's he's been doing well coming off that uh, ACL. Deuce 27-17, also hitting with the over with the score of 44 total. So I got you log Deuce 27-17. Matt Carey says need to stop Jones from scrambling. That's it. I'm telling you. I still think he's going to get his 70 yards rushing. He's, he just I think I think he'll get like 35. I, I hope so, man. I really hope so. Deuce also said Barkley minus one in the second half. That's right. I don't know if that's a ju- bad adjustments on their side or good adjustments on our side, but we had him in check pretty much the whole game. Yep. I think. 
Yam says, I still think a lot of this offense owes a bit to Antonio Gibson. He he did set the tone for the beginning of the season. He isn't involved as much, but being both involved in running and passing, he's a true X factor at the moment. He absolutely is. And when I see them both in the game, it's it's fantastic. I you love, know, I love I'd love him. to see him do that that wheel slant route where you know he comes out the backfield on an angle, cuts up, and then cuts a slant right across the middle. We saw it in the preseason. It was one of Heineke's best passes of the preseason. Yeah. I'd love to see that pattern more. I love that kind because that was he thrived off the slant in college. Because he's got some good quickness and speed, he can make that slant cut and just blow a defender, blow right by a defender. Sure can. And over the middle, tough body, and you're getting him into open space. Spread the field out, get him going over the middle. It's just like throwing to a tight end. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I agree. Uh, Corey Lott also says, use Jamin or Curl as a quarterback spy. We could. We definitely used Curl a lot more as a spy in the second half. That's when you saw yeah. uh, Jones was bottled up a lot more on those run plays. Yep. And he would get or he would get out the pocket, get past the line of scrimmage, but instead of getting 10, 12 yards, he's getting like three to five. In, and Matt says, Matt Carey, Gibson has played better since he lost his starting job. And you know what? Someone tell me how many fumbles Gibson has this year. Zippy. He's got zippy. I mean, I don't know if that's coaching, if that's, you know, I, at the, at the training camp I went to, you know, coach, coach Jennifer King and her staff were just beating the living daylights out of these guys, just doing drills. It was amazing. I was surprised at how well they were holding on to the ball. So I don't know. It could be part of his growth too. His vision looks so much. Uh, Gibby's vision looks so much better too. Both Robinson's vision has improved greatly over the course of the season too. So they're doing a, a bang up job with those two guys at running back, and uh, even Jonathan Williams in his limited amount of time has shown an explosiveness through the hole that we just haven't seen. When they get him going up the middle, he hits that hole hard. That's right. Yeah, and Matt, we're all over it. Zero fumbles. Gibson's doing his job. Andre Shorter. I know you're, you're kind of jumping on here at the end, Andre, but happy you made it, bro. Good to see you on Facebook. When you get a chance, drop your prediction here in the in the bottom comments so we can we can log it and track everything, see who gets close enough. Matt also says, one player not excited to see back, Dax Milne. He's the Troy Hapke of 2020. Just do girl. Yeah, I do like him from that respect. Him, him and Zach Wilson, you know, doing their thing. Especially because Zach Wilson's now out of a job. They actually elevated him to backup quarterback behind Joe Flacco because Mike White is hurt. But before that, he had got that's, relegated down that's to what third called string. Necessity, not first round pick in his second year gets demoted to third string. Not even dressing. Now he's back up only because of injury. Matt Carey said, uh, "Jonathan Williams made us forget about Patterson." Yeah, and Patterson was a fan favorite too. Kentucky, right? Out of uh, Kentucky? Buffalo. Buffalo. I'm sorry. But a DeMatha graduate. Yeah. Bringing back the roots. Him and Chase. Chase Young. That's right. Him and Chase. Him and Chase. Man. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, rap music. That is the rap music. We're going to wrap up this show on a Friday evening. And shout out to you guys for all tuning in on a Friday. You know, normally we do this on a Thursday, but we really appreciate it. Um, great chatter tonight. Uh, Andre finally hit us with a score. 
Washington 23, NYG 22. All right, man. I'm going to log you with 17. that. 17. We picked your score. 23. Okay, Andre. We got it. I'm good. I'm happy with that. Good call. So I also have 23-17. So not bad. Phil, you got a shout outs. Shout out to everybody who showed up on Friday night. Left hand up. Left hand up to all y'all. They are performing, by the way, in the Legends Plaza this Sunday at the game if you're there. They will be performing left hand up. Goody will be there. And Vernon Davis will be also performing his single as well. If y'all know Vernon Davis, former tight end from the area, University of Maryland grad, also performing before the game. So if you are and there, these guys, please oh, take video. There's Anthem he put out there. Not as uh, team-centric, but it's very pro-DC. Yeah. I thought what it was going to be – I thought we are going to hear some, some Congos a little bit. I but mean, he filmed – It's, it, it's he very, did, it's very Wale. He did very film Wale. the video yeah. at FedEx and in DC. So – yeah. Yeah, appreciate it. Said nice chill show, guys. That's what we were shooting for. Just chill, relax, kick it on a Friday evening. Um, ease into the game on Sunday, Sunday night. We'll have the live stream up in the Washington Football Addicts Facebook group. So if you're tuning in there, we'll see you guys there. And good luck at class, Yam. Hopefully, you know, you'll get to check the game. I know you're not going to get it live. I missed most of the game, but man, cheer hard, cheer hard. Uh, Matt says, how many penalties this week for us? Thank God that crew won't be there. So last last game, we we had seven penalties, 55 yards. That killed us. And a lot of them were, were bogus. Too. Yeah, very, very, very bogus. But shout out to everyone who did tune in. Yam, Matt, Corey, thanks for tuning in. Andre came in later. Uh, Deuce popped in for a hot second. Tony, uh, Monty, Marcus, always a pleasure. Tia, Co from Facebook. Uh, we had a couple more folks in here from, from excuse me, from YouTube. Uh, but yeah, thanks all for tuning in, man, and and also from from YouTube. This is fun. We'll we'll do our post game recap on Monday, another live stream. So if you miss this one live, you can always catch it on the replay, and then we'll see you guys live on Monday. Phil, you got anything else? All I gotta say, you know what? I'm gonna take this from you. We'll see you all Monday. Hail to the Commanders. And all I got to close it out with is with those, that infamous sentence. Peace and hail. Let's go. Let's go.